Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Happy New Year, you guys. I cannot believe we are already staring down 2023. <laughs> How are you? I'm so excited to catch up with y'all. I've missed you so much. It's so good to be back here with you. How were your holidays and your quarter four in your Etsy shop? I want to know all the things. I'll bet a bunch of you are um, breathing a sigh of relief right now. <laughs> That you can take a bit of a, a slower pace for a bit. It was always the best feeling to be like have that last order shipped and be like past the Christmas rush. I'm not going to lie. It was really nice to take a break from that this year and just enjoy the season. But like on the like, don't get me wrong. I definitely felt like I was missing a part of myself. Like I felt like I left a limb back in, you know, 2021 where I like left off with my my own shop. Uh, it was kind of like a nagging feeling like I was forgetting to do something or whatever. So mixed feelings, mixed feelings. But um, there's joy in in each season. Um, this year has been uh, this year. 2022 was extremely slow and extremely fast for me. I don't know. Like, tell me if this is you, too, or if I was just in like crazy pregnancy land. But um, I felt like especially the beginning of the year throughout like my early pregnancy, it just drug on. It was, a, it was so slow and so hard and grueling. And then, um, you know, you're just like super exhausted and more like morning sick. And those, those months just tend to feel really long, but then the summer felt kind of normal, like up until my husband got COVID for like two weeks and that wasn't fun. But then as soon as August hit, like, this is what was crazy. It was like, I blinked and everything went into warp speed. Like the year was over. I, I don't know. It was such a weird, it was such a weird year for me. Um, and as you probably know, at this point, I, maybe I should have led with this. Like I've been on maternity leave. So, um, the past several episodes you've heard ha were recorded like a number of months ago. I was a very different person and I had a little boy named Hunter William in October and he's, he's precious. He's amazing. Um, we've been navigating those oh so fun and sleepless first months with a newborn. <laughs> and that's been like since October. And then I don't know if I, if you were, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm at how to sell your stuff. Um, I, I you would have found out there, like I was on bed rest. My doctor put me on bed rest, like in August. So I spent like two months not being, it was just, it was just crazy. Okay. Can, I'm very excited about 2023. Um, you know, I, I always wanted to be like the kind of mom and woman who just delights in the newborn stage, you know, in pregnancy and the newborn stage, like I, like the women who just find it so easy and natural and I am just not her. I want to be, but I'm not. And I have such mad respect for you mamas who've done this like four, five, six, 12 times. Like I sit there and I marvel. I'm like, women are amazing. And I want to pick your brain. I don't understand. And I do understand. I do appreciate that. Like some people 
it is just physically like different for everyone, everyone's bodies. Right. Um, but I'm also just like, I'm not great now at like having two children at seven and a half and newborn. Um, so I really want to be like you, if you are one of those like pregnancy motherhood unicorns, but I am accepting that I am not. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm soaking up the newborn snuggles. Like I'm feeling so joyful and grateful of my new little man. And like our family, you know, finally feels complete. Um, but the physical part of it is really hard for me it was for both my pregnancies. And I'm like, I'm just um, and maybe this is dumb. Maybe this is like bad expectations, but none of it feels easier natural, uh, which I feel like it it should at least feel natural. I don't know. So I've had so many challenges. I'll tell you a little bit more just because we haven't talked in a while. So um, Hunter did not like breastfeed easily. It took well, he was he I was induced at 37 weeks. So he was early. So that was a challenge there. But then once he did start to actually um, be able to come off of we actually cup. Fa- OK. All right. I'm talking I'm taking a segue. I'm going off script. If you or anyone you know are pregnant or just had a baby and having any problems with breastfeeding, I like thank you for like marketing because and I totally geek out on this for so many reasons. But Facebook was smart enough to market to me this amazing breastfeeding like woman course support group, whatever. And it's called um, Dr. Robin Thompson's uh, breastfeeding method, something like that. If you type in Dr. Robin Thompson, you will find it. And she is this older woman in Australia who like worked in OB and then moved into, um, she became a midwife and delivered, you know, like hundreds or maybe thousands of babies in, in homes in Australia and became a lactation expert and everything. And she's totally natural and crunchy like me, which is perfection. Um, but it doesn't matter who you are or if you're crunchy or not, she can help you breastfeed without pain. Okay. Because I went through it with Hunter, like Lorelai, I couldn't breastfeed her until three months because of like medications I was on. So that was a different kind of struggle. Hunter just wanted to rip my nipples off my body. Like it was so much pain. Um, And that program, I'm just telling you. So Dr. Robin Thompson, breastfeeding, make a note of it for the people in your life. She helped me so much. So I took her course, which was a friggin' bargain. And then I actually hired her. She's got a whole team, but I hired her personally because I needed to talk to her about business too. I wanted to know about her marketing. Um, (laughs) because I can't help myself. And she got on Skype with me a couple of times and helped me with the, like the technique. And now I'm breastfeeding pain-free. It's amazing. But we had so many challenges for so many weeks. Now my, okay, Hunter's going to be a few, okay, a little bit before this airs, he'll be 11 weeks. So we're finally like, you know, happy. We've been breastfeeding happily for a few weeks, but there was all the nipple pain and trauma. And then we battled thrush for over a month. Um, you guys, I literally managed to spread that thrush to my eye. Like, honestly, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you might even notice that my eye looks a little demented still. Um, if you don't know what thrush is, it's really common with nursing moms and babies. Basically, you get an overgrowth of yeast in your breast and the baby gets it in their mouth. So you spread it back and forth as you breastfeed. It's super contagious. It can be difficult to shake. But it makes the baby latch weird because their mouth is kind of uncomfortable. And then it causes piercing pain in your breasts, even when you aren't nursing. It just, it so like, so here's what happened. I was a total zombie, sleep deprived, nursing in the dead of night, rubbing my eyes because it's the dead of night and I'm tired. And I managed to spread the yeast infection to my eye. So we're mostly past all of that now, not completely, but it was not my favorite. It's just been drama. Um, and you know, newborn's kind of exhausting. Like I'm a super high energy person who requires a lot of sleep because that's how I have energy. So we're just now, I would say we're just now feeling a little human again. Like he'll sleep longer stretches at night and he's now nursing like a champ. 
And my seven-year-old daughter, Lorelai, um, she's such a good big sister. She's so sweet and so caring. Like, he cries, and she, like, she, she kind of tears up. She's, like, worried about him, you know. She's like, I have a mommy heart. And she's an absolute sweetheart. But she's going through a massive life transition, too. Like, going from only child for so long um, to sharing mom and dad now with a new baby. And she's, like, my little bestie. So it's definitely hit her harder than I expected she was so excited about a baby. Like she begged for it for years and I knew she didn't know what she was getting, right? I'm not, but, but it's been kind of a rude awakening for her. <laughs> so I'm just, if you're a praying person, please say a prayer for her. It's hard watching her struggle, but we're going to get through it. I went through it too. My sister and I are the only two in our family and I'm nine years older than her. Ugh, I don't know. So like, that's my life for the past few months, you guys. That's, that's, like, sorry, eight minutes of catch up right there. But um, thank you guys for all the DMs and emails and kindness. I wanted to take a few minutes here and update you guys because you're I hear from you constantly. Y'all are amazing. I have the best, like most supportive listeners on the Internet, like bar none. Um, and you've been absolutely precious. So thank you for the love. And that's where we're at. And it's going to get better. And say a prayer. <laughs> we're like, pray for us. We are not OK. <laughs> But anyway, I'm very excited to get back to work. I'm frankly still trying to figure out what that's going to look like. Um, I know it'll work itself out because it has before. And don't worry, the podcast isn't going anywhere. Like, I love this. This is so much fun. I'm going to keep up with the every two weeks for now until I kind of figure my life out. Um, but I'm still noodling around with my husband, like when I'm going to be able to resume coaching sessions. That's probably my most frequent email is when can I get in with coaching for you? I'm working on it. Um and we just have to work it out because he works full time from home and then I homeschool. It's just a lot. Um, but I want to resume coaching sessions for you and I want to build some other resources that I've been dreaming up for you guys. So I'm just I'm like vibrating with excitement for 2023. Like, I hope you are, too. It's it's just an exciting time. So more to come, more to come. Like, keep we'll, we'll, I'll keep you in the loop. So with that. Um, let's dig into today's topic, shall we? So we are taking a look at Etsy's 2023 trend report to talk through what's expected to be popular and how you can apply those trends to your own products and shop. So here's how to use this podcast. I'm going to cover a ton of different niches and themes and share a bunch of numbers to help you gauge the popularity of developing trends. There's a whole bunch of them, right? They're not all going to apply to you. I'm also going to share general trend information that will apply to everyone. So the key is don't get overwhelmed. You don't need to remember or use all of this information by any stretch. OK, so listen for the details that directly apply to your product line or listen for things that surprise you or make you curious, because that's where you should focus or jot down a note, because clearly something is developing, you know, in your mind around those things. And you're going to want to um, you're going to want to remember them. You can also mull over ways that you can incorporate the general themes into your products. Like that's another way to use this podcast. Pay attention to general stuff because it'll, it should affect your products, your shop, your marketing this next year. It's good to kind of know what is trending. You should be thinking in the here and now, like what you need to do right away, and also use the trends to help drive the direction that you want to head in the future. Um, because you can't stay stagnant, right? Like we all have to keep growing, tweaking, pivoting as the years continue so that our, we can continue to maintain and build a profitable, thriving business. Like what I used to sell in 2016 would not sell today. So I had to keep kind of growing with it. So here we go. The major theme that Etsy shared about their platform for this next year is that they anticipate that in 2023, shoppers will embrace the contradictions in their lives, choosing to combine them 
rather than fight them or compartmentalize. So for example, instead of choosing a, like a color palette, we're gonna see folks pair both vibrant colors with earthy ones together. I will probably not be participating in this in my personal life, but this is what is, we're, we're, we're just gonna see this eclectic kind of change. So rather committing to um, one style, we're gonna see a mixing and matching of different styles in both fashion and home decor. So like, yay, freedom to be really ourselves, because that's, my home is eclectic like that anyway. I cannot make a decision, you know, it's like farmhouse meets just practical meets traditional meets, uh, some industrial it's you know we're we're allowed to be ourselves now so that's great it's 2023 we're all growing um but we're going to be able we're going to see this in the marketplace a lot we're going to see a combination of the futuristic with the nostalgic and it was so interesting to see that because just in um before i was like studying the trend report the last quarter um i love uh Joanna Chip and Joanna Gaines and Magnolia and I'm just like I love them and I loved Fixer Upper when it was on TV so in there I get their magazine the Magnolia Journal it's my it's like the only magazine I get I love it so much and in that last um what do you call it I think volume that came out the one for like the fall they were I I actually saw nods to this they were in the in the gift guide they were talking about uh, they had all these gifts that kind of mixed the futuristic with the nostalgic and I was like this is interesting because Joanna always knows what's coming Hey, my friend, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing on your Etsy journey. Do you have all the support you need? I'm so honored that you're here listening to the podcast, and I want to make sure that you also know that I have a bunch more resources that can help you with your specific questions over in the resources section of my website. Whether your focus is print on demand, digital products, handmade items, and even more, there are tools and freebies and courses specific to your product type that are made by experts that I have already vetted for you. I don't know about you, but when I started my Etsy shop back in 2016, I was a busy mama and I didn't have oodles of time that was spare that I could just spend spinning my wheels trying to figure out Etsy completely on my own. I needed someone who knew what they were doing to teach me as efficiently and effectively as possible. And as soon as I was able to leverage the knowledge of an expert, I'm telling you my personal results on Etsy went through the roof. Sales went literally from crickets to cha-chings within a week of implementing all of those things that I learned. So if you're looking for that kind of help, you want to get to the bottom of it. You want to get moving and grooving where somebody who knows how your niche works on Etsy can show you the steps to start getting sales. Come on over and visit my resources page at howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash resources. And I'd love to connect you with the perfect expert for your business. I know their expertise will make all the difference in the world for you. So once again, that's howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash resources, where you can find answers to your specific questions. I'll see you there. Uh, also, you can expect shoppers to dig even deeper into self-care and connection this year as we all try to heal from the past few years of turbulence and create a new normal. So we will see a focus on things like shopping locally, celebrating cultural heritages, shoppers being drawn to handcrafted items, and really just choosing things they love, like just what they love, even if they feel ultra eclectic or don't match at all. So I'm kind of here for that, just not in the, um, in the clothing area. So let's talk specifics. First, we got to start with trending colors because every year Etsy comes out with like, here's the trending color. Last year it was emerald green. This year there are two. Um, there are two colors of the year and one is indigo and one is honeycomb. 
So expect to see them in all different kinds of places and look for ways to incorporate them into your products. Remember that you can always offer like variations and create additional listings in your shop for the same product so that you, that, so you can like show your variations. It's a really good way to tweak or pivot your product to, to ride this trend of these colors. So for example, if you sell planners, I would create other versions of your exact same planner in indigo, in honeycomb, and in one that combines both. So it'd be like you'd have four listings. You'd have your original, but you'd also have the same, you know, you would just change the theme to honeycomb, one for one for indigo, one for both. And then make those additional listings in your shop so that you can capitalize on the color trend. That's, that's like one way that you can use this. So you're going to capture more visitors just by being able to add those color options to your, um, your listing titles. Like it's going to come up in the search, right? Like if I have indigo, um, indigo and honeycomb planner, I'm going to capture more sales and more visitors because people are looking for those colors. So if you've been around here for a while, um, we did talk about this last year for the for the color emerald, which made its way into everything from wallpaper to dresses to tablescapes. So whatever your product is, you want to leverage these colors, even if it's just in your marketing. Okay, so now I want to talk a little bit about some immediate trends for some like immediate, like first of the year ROI. There's an overall optimistic feeling, which is such a relief going into 2023. Shoppers are looking for items to support their goals and their planning. So think motivational planners, inspirational wall art for the home office, and just because greeting cards. Um, it's just, it's a happy time. Budgeting is another big trend right now with the economy tightening. So Etsy, this is interesting. They have seen a whopping 206% year-over-year increase for searches for um, the phrase monthly budget. So if you're in a product space where you can create or tweak something to support budgeting and leverage those keyword spikes, get on that ASAP. That's a pretty big spike. And then just a side note for folks like me who are not necessarily as like number savvy, on this episode, you're going to hear me use that phrase a lot. You're going to hear me say year over year increase, like after a number. And that number just means like that's how many more people are searching for it now versus last year. Etsy knows it's going to be a trend because they can look at how much people were searching for it last year. They can look at it now and like it's been a jump. And the percentage jump is what I'm saying, like what the number when I say the number. So hopefully that helps. <laughs> if any of you were like, what is she talking about? Um, a few more immediate trends are for wellness and cozy products, robes, loungewear, and blankets are all big. For my fiber artists, I feel like I should dedicate this whole episode to you. The spotlight is on you. There has been a 69% year-over-year increase in searches for the phrase blanket throw. Um, and you're going to see there's a whole bunch of other things that pertain to you as well um, in, in, that I'll, I'll mention as we go along. There's also a 96% year-over-year increase in searches for cozy room decor. We're just like loving the cozy. So for everyone else, if you're not a fiber artist, you should immediately also be creating your Valentine's Day listings that like we're a little behind if we haven't done that already. If they do apply to your shop, I would be keeping an eye on the biggest competitors in your niche and the items that Etsy is showing on their homepage to see what's looking popular for Valentine's Day and gain inspiration. And so remember, you can see always um, what's trending at any time of year by going to etsy.com forward slash trends, or you can go to etsy.com and then search through those main product headings at the top of the page. Like Etsy highlights their biggest niches, like the most popular stuff. And you can, you can click into them and see like the strongest general listings for them by scrolling through. And it's a little different on, on a PC versus a phone or tablet. 
for this kind of research where you're looking at the trends, I actually recommend that you do that on a PC, like get on your laptop for this kind of research. I find that I get better intel that way for future products I want to make if I um, when I search through like the trends. But another quick like pro tip here, when you're there's different kinds of research. When you're researching to understand your customer's experience in finding you, which is really important to do several times a year, um, that's where you like want to go to Etsy.com like you're uh, like you're your own customer and you see what it takes to find you and you see what your your products look like in the feed with your competition. But when you do that kind of research to to see the customer's experience, use your phone. Um, and test both the Etsy app and like the shopping app, not the selling app, and the browser, like right from your your Safari or whatever on your phone to see what the customer path is to find you. Because it's going to give you ideas on how to improve your listings. It'll tell you, oh, wow, that photo, I love that photo of my product. But when I see it here on my phone amidst the comp- competition, it's totally not popping out. Or... Um, oh, wow, I'm showing up so far down in the search results. I need to work on my SEO. Clearly, my like titles and tags and descriptions need to be strengthened so that I can um, show up higher in these search results. So that kind of that kind of research I recommend on a phone. Um, but that's how you find out what the customer path is for you. And also just remember that you need to log out of Etsy first because otherwise the search results you get are going to show um, based on what your previous searches were. It's not going to be like authentic to what a general customer is going to be. So log out first. But those that's really helpful when you're doing your research. Um, there's a really fun book that talks all about how to green, gain creative inspiration that I like to recommend to you guys. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. It's called Steal Like an Artist, 10 Things Nobody Told You About Being Creative by Austin Kleon. And I will link it for you in the show notes. I revisit it every year because it always inspires and motivates me. It's kind of a cute book too. It's like different. It's different. Uh, it's a really fun and easy, easy, light read, um, but it will give you so many ideas. I love and like the name kind of catches you off guard. At first, I like didn't want to read it. It was steal like an artist. What does that mean? But it's really good. As far as trends, um, Valentine's Day shopping shoppers are keeping it really simple this year. We're seeing a leaning towards heart shaped items, uh, retro floral patterns. Hello, retro and DIY keepsakes. Uh, I think I think we're all just ready to simplify everything a little bit. So that's nice. There's a 30% year over year increase in searches for chrome heart ring and a 109% year over year increase for iridescent glass vase. Um, So interesting. And the eclectic is not skipping Valentine's Day. Uh, There's also, interestingly, (laughs) I'm trying to get this out without totally laughing, a 20% year year over year increase in searches for wooden mushroom. (laughs) And when I was reading the trend report, this, that, that, it was shown with this picture of this, like, it was a plant and it had a little, a little wooden stake put into it that said wooden, they had like, there was a little stick with a little sign that said that was a mushroom. It was weird. I don't know why it was made of wood. So I don't know why this is relevant to Valentine's day, but apparently it is. And I am just the messenger. So if you're, if you do anything with wood, add mushrooms. If you do anything with mushrooms, you're going to have a good year. (laughs) I don't know. It's going to be eclectic. We should chat about gifts. Um, There are a few notes to discuss because we all know that tons of shoppers come to Etsy specifically for gifts. It's what I do, especially around Christmas time. And of course, anything you can do as always to offer customizations and personalizations just makes your products that much more appealing to shoppers. They love being able to give something a, a personal touch, especially when they're giving it as a gift. 
So there was a 56% year-over-year increase in searches on Etsy containing the phrase personal gift, oh no, personalized gift mom. So that's what people are putting in the search bar, personalized gift mom. 53% year-over-year increase in searches for initial necklace gold, which is like the one I'm wearing. Uh, my sister got this for me for... It was, a, it was a push present when I had the babies, when I had the baby. Um, so it has the kids' initials on it. So that's, people are like, love that. They want their initials on stuff. Another theme in gifting will be whimsical, childlike, and colorful selections. We are seeing the bold colors here. Um, neon, which is my favorite. I love neon. Graphic shapes, doodles, lots of playfulness. So keep that in mind. It's really interesting. Like, there's such this strong pull for the earthy and such a strong pull for, like, the bright and bold. I'm, it's... It's fascinating. Everyone's just like clashing them together. It's a really interesting time. Home decor. More than ever, there is a draw toward making home a welcoming, cozy place to be. We're seeing that word cozy again. Remember the 96% year-over-year increase um, for the phrase cozy room decor from earlier. Folks are also searching for things like pillar candles, chunky blankets, handmade quilts, like just think soft textures. But don't forget, this is the year of mixing and matching our favorite things. So in the midst of the cozy, there will be plenty of bold statements. Hence, okay, this is big. Hence the 1,420% year-over-year increase for searches um, for hot pink decor. That just, like, what? But I love it. Like, I want hot pink decor. I love hot pink. But 1,420%. So pay attention to that, guys. Hot pink. A few other trends you'll see in home decor. One, an interest in desert themes with deserty landscapes, earthy colors, textured ceramics that remind us of sandy shores and arid deserts. Very interesting. Um, two, jewel-toned jungle. Etsy's noticed an interest in themes that are both whimsical and moody at the same time. Think dark backdrops with banana leaves or tree frogs or fern fronds. <laughs> I think that's like kind of pulling the emerald into 2023. People are bringing the outside um, in with these kinds of natural themes, and they will often pair them with something metallic or iridescent as a delightful contrast slash color pop. So as an example, there's been a 126% year-over-year increase in searches for dark floral wallpaper. Number three, natural palette. Shoppers are loving everything in earth tones and then adding pops of bright color with accents and accessories. There's a 48% year-over-year increase in searches on Etsy for earth tone wall art. So interesting. Okay, my wall decor people, like I used to be, earth tone wall art. Number four, beautiful decor pieces for pets. Okay, seriously, guys, if you are in the pet space or somehow adjacent to it, research what the top players are doing because this niche is a honeypot. The pet industry is continues to explode. It's like not slowing down at all. There was a 902% year-over-year increase in searches for uh, the phrase cat tree natural wood. So interesting. Number five, marble is a hot seller right now. 30, 346% year-over-year increase in searches for a marble coaster set. And 183% increase in searches for a marble sink. Isn't it? It's, it's so interesting to me that people sell like big pieces of furniture or like a heavy marble sink on Etsy, but they do it and they figure out the shipping and that, and like, I admire them. Number six, the contemporary cabin style is trending. There's a 332% increase in searches for wall decor wood. Um, super interesting. Wall decor wood. I don't think that's specifically like signs with lettering. I think that's wood sculptures. I, I would search it, take a look at it and see. It's really interesting. It's getting really fun. 
Number seven, metallic details like chrome, accent decor, iridescent faces, metal statement uh, lightning, lighting. I mean, my sister talks about this all the time. Metal statement lighting is huge. Vintage glassware. Shoppers are leaning into Y2K nostalgia and 1970s space age decor. <laughs> There's been a 56% year over year increase in searches for space age furniture. So there you have it. Okay. Moving into like style and fashion, um, the bigger trends in fashion this year will include creative layering, maximalist styling, and utilitarian outerwear. Um, I had to look up maximalist styling because your girl is super fashion simple. <laughs> like give me some Crocs, jeans, and a flannel, thanks. Um, so for anyone else who's wondering, maximalist style is a more is more approach. It involves layered patterns, lots of accessories, really saturated colors, and an overall bold look. And this definitely explains a lot of what um, we're seeing at Target that I cannot relate to, but I totally appreciate why people find it fun and exciting. And, okay, <laughs> okay, I just have to insert this here because, um, well, do any of you follow Jen Hamilton on TikTok or Instagram? She's, oh my gosh, I love her so much. She is a labor and delivery nurse that is, her, her content is like really interesting, um, but she's also just a doll and she's so funny. Like I laugh and laugh and laugh. And she also just, I mean, I think her labor and delivery content is just a little, maybe like 20% of what she does. And that was really interesting when I was pregnant, but like all of her other content. Okay. So she has like chickens, which is, you know, my dream. And at least one of them lives inside. And, um, her name is mayonnaise. <laughs> And I think the first video I ever saw of hers on her For You page or on my For You page was one where she was swaddling this chicken after a bath and she had me in stitches because it just like wears a diaper, hangs out, takes baths. But anyway, about the Target fashion, she did this TikTok back in November about how she could not relate to any of the clothing at Target right now. Um, it was the most relatable content for me ever. And she got plenty of pushback because lots of people... Um, get this eclectic, bold, new style. Like, and I mean, and I'm sure my like Gen Z um, stepdaughters are like thriving, but she and I are old millennials, borderline Gen Xers, and we don't get it. Um, but okay, just for some entertainment, it's worth a watch and you should definitely follow her if, you, if you're on TikTok or Instagram. I will link her in the, and the Target video in the show notes. And fun fact, if you're not on TikTok, you can still watch this video without an account from your browser. So you don't have to be left out it was funny. I chuckled a lot. Um, okay, I'm getting back on track now. I just couldn't help it because it was all I could think about when I was preparing this episode was um, these insane trends, which are like super fun, but like reminded me of the clothes at Target. So let's dig into some of the sub trends. Okay, um, number one, outdoorsy and utilitarian. 98% year over year increase in searches for quilted vest. Man, like so many opportunities for my fiber artists and seamstresses and quilters this year. It, like, guys, I need to know what you do with this because it's going to be exciting. Number two, 90s trends still. Motorcycle aesthetics. Welcome back. Grunge and 90s punk trends. 107% year-over-year increase in searches for racing jacket. 281% year-over-year increase in searches for 90s blazer. <laughs> I cannot... 61% year-over-year um, increase in searches for cross-body bag. Too fun, you guys. It's just too fun. Number three, embroidery is making a comeback, especially in unexpected places like on a sweatshirt collar or on jeans. 
Um, and I think this one is a neat opportunity. So if you're playing with this niche at all and you like embroidery, I'd love to hear from you and what kinds of projects you're working on because um, that's fascinating. I like that, that there's like a new spin on it and I'm just like wondering how far it'll go. Number four for my jewelry makers, this one's for you. Accessory stacking is expected to be huge. Hello, like maximalist styling or whatever. Um, so there's lots of possibilities for you if you style your products well for this trend. In addition to the long popular stacking rings, we now have bracelets, necklaces, and earrings that are gonna be trending as well. Minimalist gold necklaces, hoops, huggies, and studs that can accommodate multiple piercings are all in demand. There is a 47% year-over-year increase in searches for huggy earrings, a 354% year-over-year increase in searches for chain necklace chunky. So jewelry, you got some, it's like fun, right? Because it's such a busy niche. It's like good to know that we got some trends going. Kids and nursery. So right now, parents are really drawn to the basics um, with simple, natural toys. Like I feel like that's been happening over time and will continue to have a slow burn. Um, so it's a, it's a really wise niche to get into if you love stability and staying power. There's been a 56% increase in searches for building block sets or toys. I just love that that's happening on Etsy. Again, a big emphasis on nature, 49% increase in searches for jungle nursery decor, and 12% increase in searches for ocean nursery decor. And that you guys is about that's this is that's about it like definitely check out the linked articles if you want even more um i couldn't hit it all without talking to you forever in a day so in summary here's what i want you to remember number one there will be a very heavy focus on the colors indigo and honeycomb number two people are looking for unique pieces that feel authentic to them and that they won't hesitate to mix styles to curate a collection of items that feels personal number three Natural and earthy themes are showing up everywhere, often contrasted by a statement piece or a color pop. Layers and patterns are in, number four. And number five, cozy is still king, which we love. So I think it's a really exciting time to be on Etsy. I think there, there's a lot of opportunity. I think there's a lot of ways to, like I think people are enjoying our creativity. And there are new successful shops that are popping up every day. And the plenty of oldies but goodies are, you know, standing the test of time, which is lovely to see because what, what more do we really want other than being able to have longevity? So um, I think it's good that we're seeing longer term folks continuing to enjoy consistent and dependable business from the platform. But I also I want to hear from you. So tell me what you want to hear more about this year. OK, what kinds of episodes are the most helpful? What types of stories would you like to hear? What can I create and provide for you to help solve problems, find success, and answer questions? Um, I've got a whole bunch of amazing guests lined up. I'm really excited. Um, kind of some doors are opening up for us to just get some really fun stories on here. But what's most important for me is that this serves you. Like, and I don't want to try. I don't want to assume I can read your mind. So, the best ways to reach out to me are via DM on Instagram at How to Sell Your Stuff. Um, or you can shoot me an email if you prefer. I'm Lizzie Smiley. It's L-I-Z-Z-I-E-S-M-I-L-E-Y at yahoo.com. Like full disclosure, I'm a little slower at responding these days um, because I don't know how to do this with a newborn yet. I'm getting used to managing like the homeschooling plus the baby plus my work. But I want to hear um, I want to hear from you and I will respond as quickly as I can. That is a promise. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, and you find it helpful. I would be so honored if you left me a review. There are 
the reviews are such a huge encouragement to me. They like let me know that it's making a difference for you, that you appreciate it. It's just like it's a, it's like a little pat on the back, but also um, lets me know that I'm going in the right direction. You know, lets me know if I need to make a pivot. But they also help other people who are considering tuning in kind of figure out if they want to take their time to listen, as precious as time is. So. Most of the podcast apps make it really super simple. If you want to drop in a review, like on Apple, you just go into the podcast where it shows the list of my episodes and you scroll all the way down until you get to ratings and reviews and it'll be right there. Super easy. But thank you all so much for being the absolute best audience on the interwebs. Truly, I'm completely obsessed with you guys and you bless me to no end. I love what I do and I love that I get to hang out with you and help you and inspire you. It's literally the best feeling ever. So I'm sending you the biggest hug and prayers and sweet wishes for the new year. It's 2023, y'all. I cannot. (laughs) So let's do this. Remember, there is more than enough room here, 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 and on Etsy for you. I will help you find your sweet spot, okay? Until next time, I love you guys. Go make something awesome. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.